Well, here we are again. This time, my 47th birthday. This year, we decided to enjoy a week away up in a little rented cabin in Vermont, which has a bounty of delights. The first of which is that apple trees grow everywhere here. Yards, roadside thickets, parking lots. And this year, they're loaded. I mean, I have never seen forageable bounty quite like this. And it makes me want to come back with a pickup truck to snag a few years' worth of applesauce. As we were driving around, admiring all the apple trees, I was also admiring that very Vermonty and Catholic-sounding roadside feature called the pull-out. Also called pull-offs. They are common here as air. Room enough for a few cars to pull over and look down at the beautiful river roiling through the boulders below or overlook the valley with the first embers of fall in the leaves. Shortly after we pulled out of a pull-off, we pulled into yet another of the delights of Vermont, a roadside farm stand, this one peopled by people, though sometimes they're peopled solely by a box in which to slide your money. A trust box, I've never heard it called, though we should. As we were getting some blueberries and raspberries, we overheard some Vermonters who were happily whooped from summiting a pass earlier today. They described it while picking out their fruit. Beautiful this and beautiful that. Challenging but fun. So we got directions from them, and after we settled up, we headed there. The trail started right at the edge of the parking lot, which was more like a pull-off, and we entered what was immediately a lush and magical forest. Birches with their bark curling like pages of old books. Ferns luminous from the light dappling through the canopy. Plush carpets of moss. Nearly fluorescent mushrooms. It was ruggedish. Lots of scrambling up slick slabs of, I think, granite. We were both sweating pretty good within the first half hour or so. And Stephanie stashed her sweatshirt behind a fallen tree. We passed through what felt like several ecosystems, and when, about two hours later, we finally approached a sign that we knew in our heart of hearts was going to tell us a hundred feet, maybe fifty, to the summit, it said one mile to go. We'd only eaten a couple handfuls of berries. I'd only brought a not-all-the-way-full quart-glass jar of water for both of us. And as we were contemplating reaching the top, a couple hikers approached the same sign we were looking at. They both had on big packs. One looked to be about mid-60s, the other late 20s or early 30s. We learned they worked together and were practicing for a longer trip on the Appalachian Trail, with which this trail intersected. The older of the two was the boss. She had hiking poles, and the younger looked a little bit coerced. The boss asked us which way we were going, and we told her that we were deciding whether or not to go the final mile, pointing in the direction of the summit. Upon which she looked us up and down, noting, I guess, our attire, t-shirts and shorts, and asked us, or maybe actually she was telling us, you know cotton's a killer, right? Then pointing to our feet, unsupportive sneakers, she made an, are you kidding me? face and shook her head no. Then she asked how much water we had, and I shook the half-full quart glass jar, cutely, I thought, 
at which she sneered, that's not even close to enough, making an, are you stupid, face. And then she said, and no glass on the trail. <laughs>